Right. Let me invite you to take your Bible, go to uh, Mark chapter 11. Mark chapter 11. This morning we begin what is the final week of Jesus' earthly life and and ministry um, with the triumphal entry. And so uh, from here on out, from Mark 11 through chapter 16, the vast majority of, of these five chapters cover this last week in Jesus's life. And in fact, most of the gospel writers give a substantial part of their attention to this last week, uh, which makes sense. I mean, we would, we would look at that and say this is probably the, the most important week in history uh, with Jesus laying down his life on the cross and being raised three days later. There's there's so much that, that hinges on this. And so uh, throughout, the, throughout the gospel writers, uh, you'll see a substantial amount of each of the gospels given to this, this week. Um, and this morning, what we're going to see is uh, re- really some, some things that are said, some, some symbolism that happens that ties back into the Old Testament, written several hundred years before Jesus was even born, uh, predicting about the, predicting this exact moment and giving some symbolism to what Jesus is doing that, that will point um, people to the fact that He is the promised Messiah. And so our big idea for the morning is simply this. Jesus enters Jerusalem as the humble king, the humble servant king, who will lay down His life for us. All right? And that's what we're going to see this morning. So if you have your, your copy of God's Word open, let's stand as we read uh, Mark chapter 11, verses 1 through 11. When they approached Jerusalem at Bethpage and Bethany, near the Mount of Olives, he sent two of his disciples and told them, go into the village ahead of you. As soon as you enter it, you will find a colt tied there on which no one has ever sat. Untie it and bring it. If anyone says to you, why are you doing this? Say, the Lord needs it, and we'll send it back here right away. So they went and found a colt outside in the street, tied by a door. They untied it, and some of those standing there said to them, Why are you, what are you doing untying the colt? They answered them just as Jesus had said, so they let them go. They brought the colt to Jesus and threw their clothes on it, and he sat on it. Many people spread their clothes on the road, and others spread leafy branches cut from the fields. Those who went ahead and those who followed shouted, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Blessed is the coming kingdom of our father David. Hosanna in the highest. He went into Jerusalem and into the temple and looking around at everything since it was already late, he went out to Bethany with the twelve. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for this morning. I thank you for this passage of scripture, one that maybe we're familiar with. And yet, I, I pray this morning we would not just simply uh, skip through it, but that we would, we would approach it with fresh eyes and ask you to open our spiritual eyes to see who Jesus is this morning, that we might proclaim with those who did along the road, Hosanna, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. We ask all these things in the mighty name of Jesus, amen. Man, you can take a seat. All right, so once again, our big idea, Jesus enters Jerusalem as the humble servant king 
who will lay down his life for us. Now, the first thing that we're going to see this morning, the first thing we need to see is we need to witness Jesus' supremacy. Now, now this is, uh, there's, there's a couple of subtle things that happen here that are important for us to see because we're, one of the things that Mark points out subtly here is that uh, Jesus is supreme. He is, he is sovereign over everything, down to little details. So we're told that they approached Jerusalem. As I've shared over the last couple of weeks, they've, they've been making their way to Jerusalem, and the last 20 miles or so was literally uphill about 3,000 feet. And they come to uh, these villages, Bethpage and Bethany, which are just a couple of miles outside of Jerusalem. And then they come, we're told, to the Mount of Olives, near the Mount of Olives. And that would be a, they, they would come over a hill a couple of hundred feet above Jerusalem. So as they, as they crest the summit of this hill, Jerusalem would be laid 